on May 23rd. I want to go back to normal. What's normal? The Paramount Plus original series, Evil Returns. We've already hunted werewolves and demons. And now what? A baby antichrist? Okie dokie. Prepare yourself. You will not beat us. For the end. I have visions of hell. Make it stop. Make it shut up. You're not gonna survive this. Evil. The final season. Streaming May 23rd. Only on Paramount+. Plus. Rankings week is here and 2024 national rankings have been updated. Cooper Flag remains the number one prospect in the class, but Ace Bailey is now in the top two. And fellas, I think we have a little bit of a battle for the number one spot still to be had in the coming months. So joining me, Eric Bossy and Travis Branham. Bossy, I will go to you first. And the question simply put is, does Cooper Flag have any competition for number one? Is Ace Bailey a legitimate threat? I do think Ace Bailey is a legitimate threat for the for the number one spot. I think you guys know, going back to when I watched him work out in the fall of his junior season, I saw him as a guy who could potentially be a number one guy when it's all said and done. Now, he's he's probably not as refined a prospect as Cooper, probably not as good on both ends of the floor as Cooper just yet, but he, he's probably a little bit bigger, maybe a little bit more athletic. Um, I think in a one-on-one situation, probably more adept at creating his own shot and hitting difficult jumpers, but I don't think he has quite the body of work that Cooper has built so far. And of course with Cooper, his numbers are impacted a little bit by playing on a loaded Montbird roster. I think we saw when he was the man during the summer with with his AAU team, Man United, he's capable of putting up the monster numbers that anyone else is. But it's a very close rate. If you poll NBA guys, I think they say it's very close. Um, you know, I had some guys tell me that it's a bit of a coin flip between those two, but it's going to be really fun to see them in the various all-star settings. Right. I think that's exactly it. Trav, uh, where do you stand on the Cooper versus Ace debate? Yeah, it's it's definitely a, a conversation we've been having for uh, some time now, going back to the summer, and Ace continues to prove himself. Um, uh, during the summer, the questions uh, were around him just playing on an independent team, uh, not necessarily playing on the EYBL circuit. And now we're seeing him on the national stage and putting up uh, some absurd scoring performances, but also bringing that energy athleticism on the defensive end. Um, and I've said it before and I'll say it again, if you're projecting who could be better in five years, I personally think that Ace Bailey has higher upside. And in five years, we could look back and he could easily be the best player in this class. But as Bossy said, Cooper is much more refined, much more polished, uh, and, and he knows how to impact winning more at this stage. But when you finally start tapping in uh, into Ace Bailey's decision-making as a scorer, um, making the game a little bit easier on himself and start tapping into that playmaking um, and just, again, the overall decision-making, Ace could be an absolute star in the NBA. You know what I think is most exciting about these two players is the amount that they have both improved. I will admit that when... Uh, after having watched them both at City of Palms, came back and saw Ace Bailey uh, just have a phenomenal performance at the battle in New Jersey, playing on his future college co- court at Rutgers. I mean, he was incredible. And I walked out of that gym saying, you know what, he may be number one right now. Now, since then, I've seen Cooper Flag play three more times. And I walked away saying, no, Cooper has again raised the level of his game. So I think we're all saying the same thing. This comes right down to the wire. And whether it's McDonald's or Hoop Summit, that's those are going to be the settings where this is ultimately decided. But these are two prospects that are likely going to be 
uh, compared to each other for the foreseeable future, as we've seen um, history show us when two players come out of the same class. The thing I want to emphasize, though, is that they are both getting better at such a rapid rate. It makes this really, really exciting. Ace, I think, uh, is a different player today than he was in August, in my opinion. Vastly better, in my opinion. I think Cooper is a vastly better player than he was over the summer. Some of the gains we're seeing from him and his shot making and his ability to rise and fire much more frequently than we saw in the summer. Just really exciting. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So I want to pose a second question to you guys talking about those gains, and that is this. The rise of Cooper and Ace, does that make this class as a whole better than we thought? Trav, I will start with you. Uh, I would say absolutely, um, especially when we compare to what we were saying. I, I go back 18 months, and we were talking about this class is potentially on par with the 2020, 2023 recruiting class which notoriously and is continuing to prove that it was an extremely weak uh, recruiting class overall. Um, but now with the reclassification of Cooper, the development and progress of Ace Bailey, these are two potential all-stars. Then you also add in Dylan Harper and just how consistent and productive he has been every single step while also getting better himself. That's going to be another uh, likely lottery pick. And then you add in the development of e BJ Edgecombe, who's now projecting to be a one-and-done prospect. Those are four studs right there. Um, and you look back at some of the recent classes and that top-tier talent, especially with Cooper and Ace, you're looking at like a Paolo and, and Chet Holmgren type one-two combination there. Bossy, what do you think? Yeah, I think it's definitely proven to be better because we're not just talking about improvement with these top three or four guys if you look at you know going to the next tier guys ian jackson has gotten better you know trey johnson has stayed steady um we've seen the development of guys like asa noel or a darian reed move up when we're getting into the teen range like it's it's really solidified itself up at the top and i think that while it maybe may not be the deepest class that we've seen recently i also feel like there's been pretty good improvement all the way up and down the rankings. I know when we were meeting and talking about stuff, you know, we really had a lot of difficulty with, well, gosh, who are we going to leave out where I think coming out of the summer, it was the opposite way. It was like, you know, who the heck are we going to put in to, to complete yeah. these things? Because there were, we were, we were like, are we really going to put this guy in the one thirties? And now it's like, you know, I felt like we had a good list of 10, maybe 15 guys that we had to leave out that had valid cases for the rankings. So I've been really happy with it. I think that, you know, I don't know if there's a situation where these guys collectively meet and say, hey, everyone's dissing us. They don't think we're any good. We need to step it up. But clearly, these guys have taken their development seriously and they've upped their game. And, you know, a lot of credit to the class as a whole for that. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And a couple other things to keep in mind as we head down the last couple of months of the season. This rankings update is going to be 
the last one before our final update, which will come after McDonald's and after the Hoop Summit. And of course, those are the settings where not only evaluators like ourselves, but also the NBA scouts get to watch these guys go head to head in very competitive and also equal settings. It's not necessarily the same, right? It's not apples to apples when you've got some players playing on loaded all-star teams and others playing in situations where they might only have one or two, if any other division one players around them. So you get to those postseason all-star games, it levels the playing field and gives us a good evaluation setting. We hope if assuming it's competitive, uh, the other factor we're going to have in the coming months, we said this last year and it came to fruition. It's going to happen again this year. There is going to be a load of reclassifications. I think I anticipate, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I think we're all anticipating a variety of prospects from the class of 2025 to end up in 2024, just like we saw a year ago. That will add even more talent and make the final rankings, which we're now only a few months away, that much more complicated. You can see the full updated 24-7 national rankings in the class of 2024 live on the site right now. And remember, this is rankings week. So the junior class rankings will debut on Wednesday with the sophomore rankings debuting on Friday. Make sure you keep it locked in to 247.com and here on the 24-7 Sports Channel.